Now, I'm always amazed that you don't hear thunderous applause after performances like that, but maybe it was a small club, let's hope so. Jackie Byard with a couple of standards. Uh, we heard all the things you are, and I'll remember April from his new release on High Note Records, The Late Show. And got a call from a grateful listener. Happy to hear something new from Mr. Byard. And we've officially now entered uh, the time of Pandora's Lunchbox. I sort of jumped the gun by playing the, the turkey pardoning and the jive turkey track when we weren't officially in those waters yet. But we are now. So I'm going to regale you with something quite serious because, as you know, you get uh, both the whimsical and the serious on Pandora's Lunchbox and the entire spectrum actually, <laughs> of, of uh, the human experience on Pandora's Lunchbox. Uh, sometimes the connections to food, only Mike Perini uh, will ever know what the real connection was there. At least that's, that's the conclusion I've come to. But uh, this is definitely a food-related story, so I'm going to just read it. He forwarded it to me uh, so we can thank him. Uh, he's off enjoying the holiday uh, with friends and loved ones, I hope. Uh, it's Dateline, Portland, Oregon, and it's from the Associated Press. Tallies of the last remaining ballots show an organ measure that would require labeling of genetically modified foods lost by only 809 votes and is therefore headed for an automatic recount. Officials released the full statewide count this past Monday. It showed that measure 92 was defeated by a margin of only, get ready for this, six one hundredths of a percentage point, which is well under the threshold for a recount. A hand tally of ballots is likely to begin the first week of December after Secretary of State Kate Brown certifies the election results. Recounts rarely create a significant change in the final vote tally. The advocacy group Fair Vote says the average recount shifted the result by less than three hundredths of a percentage point in 22 statewide recounts that have been held since the year 2000. Oregon's last statewide recount was for a ballot measure on civil forfeitures, and that was held in 2008. That has nothing to do with food, but uh, just ought to know that that ballot measure is headed for a recount. Uh, my two cents worth, since, since I can put them in and nobody's here to stop me, is that we should have that knowledge. We should be forewarned. Forewarned is forearmed. And if we choose to buy genetically modified foods, fine, but that should be our decisions. Uh, as consumers. And I don't think that food that has been genetically modified should be put on the shelf uh, right next to food that has not. I think we should know uh, which is which. Because uh, there are some things that, uh, you know, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I don't know everything about genetically modified foods, but I do know, for example, that f genes have been taken from flies and put, put into tomatoes. Uh, to keep them looking nice longer. So there are fly genes in tomatoes. There are other uh, genes in corn uh, that just shouldn't be there. Same thing with soybeans, uh, so that they become resistant to weed killer, for example. All right, but that's just my opinion and not necessarily that of anybody else here at WCBN or the regents of the University of Michigan through whom WCBN gratefully holds its license through the FCC. Okay, I'm down off my soapbox. And that may be the last directly food-related story we have. I don't know. Got a request for some Stan Freeberg celebrating the history of Thanksgiving. So we'll see if we can work some of that in. What I wanted to do, though, is publicly admit to my shame that I was not nearly as familiar with 
Lucinda Williams discography as I ought to have been, especially being a WCPN DJ. But my wife would just nod her head and say, mm-hmm. just one more example of how incredibly out of it you are. Uh, in fact, I, at the conclusion of her show in Royal Oak this past Saturday, I shelled over some hard-earned bucks to buy a new re-release of her CD, Lucinda Williams, uh, from way back when, what, uh, 19, what is this, uh, 1988 uh, for, is the copyright date for some of these tunes. 1998, I guess, is when this CD was released. But it's all first-class stuff. And wanted to play for you her cover version of Howlin' Wolf's, uh, well, she changed the, the words a little bit. I asked for water, he gave me gasoline. Of course, that's not the original version. And maybe I'll see if I can dig up the original of that as well. Oh, wait. No, I already said I was going to play Change the Locks. Well, which am I going to do, play Change the Locks or Eyes for Water? I'm going to play Eyes for Water. He, he gave me gasoline. Let's do that, and then maybe we can play Muddy Waters' version so we can hear the difference. You're tuned to a very sick and twisted and, and uh, I don't know what else, uh, version of Pandora's Lunchbox, for which you should never hold Mike Perini responsible in any way, shape, or form.
I can't even believe it. I, you know what? I don't have instant replay down here, so I don't know if, if I said what I think I may have said. Uh, if I said anything other than Howlin' Wolf being the author of that song, then I was out of my mind. Uh, that's indeed what I meant to say, but uh, who knows what I said. And I've been trying to find it in the stacks, but I can't. Uh, but you know what? Maybe I can, I can squeeze it in between now and 7 anyway. Um, in the meantime, in between time, how about uh, some Sheryl Crow with a cover version of Hank Williams' Long Gone Lonesome Blues while I keep searching the stacks. And maybe I'll find some Stan Freeberg in the meantime as well. This is a special uh, version, I, I guess I should say, iteration of Tim Pandora's Lunchbox, obviously without Mike Perini, uh, who is... Uh, is its normal host, if I can say normal and Mike's name in the same same breath. Uh, we're hoping that Sashay Delmonico will be gracing us with her presence later this evening. She's currently being held hostage by family, so we'll see if she'll be in later for Shimmy Shimmy Coca Bop or not. Uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. In the meantime, Cheryl Crow with a really fine cover version of Long Gone Lonesome Blues here on Pandora's Lunchbox. Special Thanksgiving Day edition.
Well, I had a listener confirm my worst fears, which was that I indeed <laughs> say Muddy Waters, not Howlin' Wolf, as being the author of uh, I Ask for Water. And indeed it was Howlin' Wolf. And, and uh, at home, I've got a twofer CD from Chess. Uh, it's called Howlin' Wolf and what's the other one? Howlin' at the Moon or something like that. Two LPs on one CD. Really good value for money, as they say. Uh, we don't have that CD here, and we don't have it on CD at all, but we do have it on vinyl. So now we get to hear Helen Wolf. Uh, it's a double LP on chess called Chester Burnett, a.k.a. Helen Wolf. So uh, when you when you see the uh, credit for I Ask for Water, uh, you're going to see Burnett, and that is, in fact, the man who did it all, Helen Wolf. And here's how he treated that tune. Check it out. Well, we had a uh, a real live 
sort of, well, suggestion, suggestion, uh, I don't know how one puts it. Um, You're queued up. For, okay, great. Um, Arwolf Arf is in the studio and, and helping out, because I was going to play what I thought it may be one of the best Thanksgiving-type songs around, uh, written by Dolly Parton, uh, who has come very far from what this song is all about. But it's, to me, a, a song that really speaks of thankfulness and, and what really matters in this life. Um, and I'm talking about Coat of Many Colors. So we're going to play that and then uh, maybe just bleed over to the next, or maybe I'll just let uh, Arf start with uh, a track that uh, has turkeys in it. <laughs> so here we go. Coat of Many Colors, uh, Dolly Parton's song, but treated here by Amy Lou Harris on a special Thanksgiving evening edition of Pandora's Lunchbox on CBN. Back through the years I go wandering once again Back to the seasons of my youth I recall a box of rags someone gave us And how my mama put those rags to It was way down in the fall Mama sewed the rags together She sewed every piece with love She made my coat of many colors I was so proud of As she sewed, she told a story From the Bible she had read About a coat of many colors I'm a blessed Stand and I try to make them see one is only 
much time to let you all shift gears here, but I know you can do it, your CBN listeners. We're going to wind up with Johnny Otis and Turkey Hop Part 2. So get ready to start hopping because Arwolf is on your musical horizon. This has been a special Thanksgiving Day edition of Pandora's Lunchbox. Peace out. Boy, when you start, you don't want to stop. If you want to be slick, we'll grab a chick. Then do the turkey hop and never stop. You want to do, you like to do turkey hop. Hold out your chest, pull in your neck, and your knees will do the rest. Johnny Otis show from 1950, vocal by the Robins, the uh, turkey hop that actually came out on both sides of a 78 RPM platter, an instrumental, and you flip it and these guys start singing at you. Thank you, Marvin. Excellent radio as always. In fact, uh, the father of Funk will be right back in here in about an hour after I play a whole bunch of old records for you, uh, even older than the one you just heard. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 is what you got. My name is R. Wolf, and the show is Face the Music, as is my tendency the last...
couple of months of the year, I really like to focus on uh, music that uses a numerological uh, methodology based on the year that's on the way out. What this means is that we're celebrating the closing weeks of 2014 by listening to some of what I think are the most interesting and exciting and rewarding records from the years 1924, 34, and 44. I'd like to start out in 1924 with a piano solo put together by Mr. Jelly Roll Morton. This is the Jelly Roll Blues. It's time to face the music. (laughs) 